0: Psalm 122, words you know well that open this psalm, and they reflect the spirit that we want to have this day from in its entirety, this morning, this noon, and this evening. Yes. Psalm 122, the first verse is the verse that I want this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. We'll pass over verse 2 that describes the location of that house in the city of Jerusalem. We'll pass over verse 3 that presents us the model that still is followed in the New Testament, the New Testament church, where the members, the living stones of the house are compacted together and built together as a city. We'll pass over the fact that in the fourth verse, we go up to the house of the Lord to find the testimony of Israel, and that is His word where it is open and declared to us. We'll pass over verse 5 that has thrones of judgment, and those are the authority structures in His kingdom that He has established, Old or New Testament, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We'll pass over the sixth verse where it says that we ought to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and that is the house of the Lord, and those that love the house of the Lord are going to prosper. We've seen it, the Bible declares it, we believe it. In verse 7, we'll pass over the fact that we ought to pray for peace and promote peace within her walls and prosperity within this house. In the 8th verse, we'll pass over the fact that we're dealing with our companions and the brethren that the Lord has brought together with us. And in verse 9, we'll pass over the fact that Jerusalem was to be sought after and, and good for that city because the house of the Lord was located there. So passing over all those things, we come back to the first verse. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I would like you to notice the first person pronouns, I and me, in that it is a personal and individual thing for you to come into the house of the Lord this morning and be glad. We can't hide behind each other and say our church enjoys fellowship together or our church is glad we need to say that ourselves I was glad when they said unto me and so it's very personal about the worship of God this is a song of degrees of David and David spoke this way and we want to speak this way so let's make it very personal today that we individually speaking though I and me and you should say the same things I and me are glad to be in God's house. Now, glad is not just a duty. Glad is a pleasure in the duty. And we don't want to look at coming into the house of the Lord as just a duty or a commandment keeping, but we want to do with great joy and thanksgiving and pleasure and delight. And here it's all wrapped up in the word glad. So we want to be glad today. And it's a choice to be glad. Every day we face the choice of being glad or not. This morning when I got up early and heard the rain against my glass and checked outside and saw that it was an overcast, dark, rainy day, I said, perfect. Because it best exemplifies life. Because you're always going to have some rain clouds in your life, but we know that the sun is shining brightly above them. Just a few thousand feet up, it's as bright as it's ever been this morning. And that is the choice we all have to make. Though there might be a few clouds in our skies, there's a sun far brighter than those clouds that we tend to forget because we see a rain cloud. And so today, the Lord has put a little bit of an extra burden on us, and He hasn't kissed us with His sunshine on the way to the house of the Lord this morning. Instead, He has sent some rain clouds, and we had to turn our wipers on. But we're going to make up for it inside. Because with the eye of faith, the sun is shining, meaning the Lord Jesus Christ is on His throne. The Lord reigns forever, and we are going to be glad. And we are glad. I was glad when they said unto me. I want to look at that word they, and then the plural pronoun us, and recognize that God has chosen a body of saints for you to be part of. He has not left you alone in the earth. There is a, there is a wife sitting beside many of you for which to be thankful because God hasn't left you alone maritally, personally and sexually and we can be thankful for that. However, I can remember a time in my life where I thought that I was going to be thrown out of the church and wouldn't be ordained because of a doctrinal matter and I remember the word desolate desolate being very dear to me at that that night. And the Lord hasn't left us desolate. The Lord's given us a church for we have other brothers and sisters. They're called companions, down in the 8th verse. And we want to remember those companions and be thankful for them. I was glad when they, that we have others that want our attendance here. That we have others that, that want to worship with us. Because worship is public in the Bible. There was an age of patriarchs, but there has been an Old Testament given by Moses, which was for the whole nation, And then there are churches of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is corporate worship, public worship, of those saints that God binds together. So I individually was glad when they, my companions, said unto me, let us together. Let's be in unity. Let's love this together. It sounds like Jehu and Jonadab when Jehu said, Is thine heart right as my heart is with thy heart? And what did Jonadab say? It is. What did Jehu say? Come up into my chariot, let me show you my zeal for the Lord. And today, from beginning to end, we want to show each other our zeal for the Lord. Not for personal praise, but for God's glory. And we want to encourage each other that way. When the righteous make their boast in the Lord, the humble hear thereof and are glad. glad. This is how we get glad in the house of God, is that we make our boast in the Lord. Because we all love the Lord, the same Lord, the one God, the one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We're very blessed to have brethren of like precious faith. I was glad when they said unto me, and thankfully we've got some outspoken brethren and sisters in this church that actually do some talking, that encourage us and comfort us in uh, serving the Lord together. Let us go. So there's something we need to do and there's a place that we leave our homes to go to in both Testaments. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, a couple of, or three times, the Apostle tells the the Corinthians that the Lord's Supper is to be observed when ye are all come together into one place. That is New Testament religion as well. And here we are in one place and we're going to be here for a few hours and we're going to be together again tonight in one place. And it's the house of the Lord. Because where we assemble as a church, it is the house of the Lord. That's right. And we should rejoice in that opportunity. I was glad when they said unto me, Aren't you privileged and blessed Amen. that God has raised up a church that cares and loves for you to be in attendance with them? Let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us ourselves make a great noise to the God of heaven. Let us bow before His Word and hear His testimony. Let us rejoice in Him. What a blessing. It may be a little damp outside. It may be a little dark. Let's make it dry and light inside as we move through this day. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. We are thankful, Lord, of heaven and earth. That you have made your dwelling place among men. And though Solomon knew the grandeur of his temple was insufficient for you, you blessed it and graced it with your presence. But Heavenly Father, we're thankful for a second temple. That temple of Zerubbabel, so insignificant and inferior to Solomon's temple. But you promised that you would make it more glorious than His because the desire of all nations would come and visit it. And yet that desire of all nations left that temple and it was pulled stone from stone to the ground after He had made peace in that city by His death on the cross. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for a third temple. We're thankful for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the New Testament raised up On the cornerstone of the Lord Jesus Christ Himself and the apostles and prophets of the New Testament church being the foundation of it. We're thankful for the testimony of the New Testament that we can find there. And this day, on the Lord's day, we are happy to be in the Lord's house with the Lord's word in our hands and about to be declared to us. We are blessed abundantly. And we are glad to be in your house. We are glad to be in your presence. Your name is excellent above every name in heaven and in earth, and we praise you and your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Heavenly Father, let there be no error this day as with Uzzah when he reached out to steady the trembling ark. Let us do everything according to the due order. And Heavenly Father, we trust and we pray, we hope and we desire that our ambition this day is like our brother David's, to do above and beyond what you have required. We want to bring the free will offerings of our lips, of our hearts. We want to celebrate, and we, oh Lord, we don't mean sandwiches, but we want to celebrate with a good piece of flesh and a loaf of bread and a flagon of wine in order to honor Thee appropriately. Be with us this day. Heavenly Father, all the glory is Yours. We are nothing. You have put it in our hearts, and we pray that you would keep it in the imaginations of the thoughts of our hearts forever to worship thee as diligently and as zealously as we are able. Heavenly Father, let us be like our brother, who when sitting in his own finished and permanent dwelling place was grief stricken that the Lord of glory was still being worshiped in a tent, and he purposed to make him a house. And oh Lord, you saw that desire and you reasoned with our brother that you had never made mention of having a permanent dwelling place and that because it had come into his heart and his mind, you would make him a house that would dwell forever. And so his sons sit on your throne at this very hour in Jesus of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, let our hearts be like his. Let our hearts strive to give thee The most praise and honor that we can. In our singing, in our praying, in our preaching, in our hearing, in our fellowship, in our feasting. Let it all be done to the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee for sending Him to save us from our sins. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for choosing us to that salvation from the beginning. And making it all possible through the sanctifying of Your Holy Spirit and the belief of the truth. O Lord, we are blessed. And Heavenly Father, as we assemble here in a body that you have formed, in a body to which you have added the members of your choice, we pray for those bodies scattered abroad, that you would be with them this day also. And Heavenly Father, where they can be and should be stirred up, we ask you to stir them up and make them great. O Lord, if they surpass us, we'll simply rejoice and give honor and glory to thee. Bless them, Heavenly Father, and their servants and and the saints there in in every place where they might assemble this day and seek your face. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let our hands and our feet be clean, our lips pure, and our heart right before thee, and single-minded in the pleasures of this day. And, O Lord, it is a pleasure to be in your house. And we thank thee for the opportunity. Be with us now. We thank Thee for Thy Word. We thank Thee for the Holy Spirit that You've given to us as a church and given to us as individuals. Stir us up. Lift us up in the Lord. O Lord, cause us to rejoice in our hearts around the great and glorious things the Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. Let that praise come to our lips and let it rise up into heaven, even into Your holy dwelling place. For it's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen Amen. and amen.